For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. Welcome to the Say Hey Podcast, a San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Say Hey Doug and Robbie at Say Hey Rob on Twitter. Uh, make sure you're on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That's where you can find our podcast episodes and our entire catalog on there. So make sure you're subscribing and following Rob, my best friend in the world. Dude, it is good to see you. I haven't seen you in so long. How's it going, bro? I, it's uh, going as good as, as can possibly be expected in this uh, good old 2020 year. Uh, <laughs> you know, th- this year's throwing a lot at all of us, obviously. But, you know, I don't think we've uh, we've really talked to any baseball since the uh, Dodgers have became the World Series champs. So, and to, to me, that's, that's the low 2020. I mean, forget everything, forget COVID, forget all that. I mean, the Dodgers are the reigning world series champs right now. So if we just get through these next three weeks and get a fresh start on, on life, I think we'll, uh, we'll have some high hopes going into next, into next year. Can't get hey, my Rob, I, I've been like <laughs> stoked for weeks, like uh, getting getting ready for us to record again, finally. And the first thing you bring up is the Los Angeles Dodgers being the World Series champs. And you know what I got to say? About, shit, man. You, you know what I got to say about that? Man, fuck them Dodgers. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, before before we kind of uh, get into things, I want to just check in. Robbie, I am uh, – I'm going to start partaking in uh, your uh, – beer consumption during our uh, recordings because we're grown adults here. Uh, so tonight way. I'm going to go with a Modelo Especial. Uh, found this in my fridge and I'm drinking it. It's very good. What are you drinking tonight? What's your choice of beverage? Uh, I'm just drinking a classic uh, Corona extra. You know, I got my uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, losing tonight as uh, per usual. So, <laughs> but I couldn't hit the hard, hard stuff tonight, which is what I usually do during football games. But yeah, just kind of keeping it cool with a little little Corona, so you know it's uh, you know it, it, it's on brand for 2020. 
the extra is the only Corona I'll drink. I can't do the premier. Yeah. I can't do the, you know, the, whatever the light it's just, I got to have an extra Corona. I know it's not good for my big belly, but, uh, well, you know, it's, it's the best tasting one. Yeah. It's, it's the only way, only way to do it. So before we, you know, get into talking baseball, which we've been chomping at the bit to do because it's literally been almost three months since we recorded. And it's not like we just, um, you know, went organized into our last episode and said, Hey, we're going to take some time off. Like stuff's been crazy. Like Rob said, it's been a crazy year. Um, I'll speak for myself. The last three months have been extremely busy. I uh, got married back in October. Um, uh, and uh, we moved to a new town into a brand new house. Uh, so not all 2020 has been bad. I've had a great last couple of months, just super busy. Haven't had time to, like you know really even follow a bunch of off-season stuff even though not a ton's happened but actually been um able to record in general so i'm just super glad that i have a night where we can do this and we will be recording uh regularly moving forward from here on out so i'm really excited about that so that's my last couple months i know rob you've just been crazy busy with work so i know for the (laughs) both of us it's just i mean besides work anything exciting going on in your life uh i mean yeah, I got, got another job, you know, so working two jobs now. Uh, well, I, I moved as well, but I, but that was before we, we stopped recording. But, that, you know, that's a little bit of a process, too, in itself. And then just with everything else going on, too, like, you know, the, uh, the uh, COVID bug kind of flew through our, our, our neck of the woods a, a, a little bit. But, um you know, fortunately, I, I avoided it. Not everybody in my family. It's only did. a matter of time for me. I've I've been yeah, so I've been avoiding as long. Yeah, as yeah. So I mean, just just a lot of shit's been going on. You know, with not just us, but but for everybody. And like you said, you know, I think when we did take this break, we kind of targeted this time to come back and start recording. You know, we got the winter meeting starting up this week, and you know, this is for baseball fans you know this is kind of the funnest time of the year where you know all these all these owners start throwing money at average players and we get to start judging everybody it's the best yeah and we will in our next episode we're going to attack the winter meetings and the offseason and free agency and we will we will get to that um but we're going to do uh something different tonight um but before we get to that i did kind of want to say if you if you're new to our podcast um, I just wanted to kind of introduce ourselves. Uh, you know, Robbie and I, I'll speak mainly for myself and I'll let Rob talk, but hey, we're not credentialed. We're not journalists. Um, we've just been fans for a really, really long time that, um, you know, we're both losers that can actually watch, you know, 150 plus games a year. Um, and I, out of 60 this year, I was able to watch like 58 of them. So <laughs> Uh, you know, we're, we're really dedicated fans. We feel like uh, we can kind of speak for, for those who are realistic fans and, and not too fluffy and optimistic about things all the time. You know, we tell it like it is. And uh, if, if the giants are sucking on something or they're, they're failing to do something or they're doing something that we don't agree with, we're going to call it out. And so if you are new to the say, Hey podcast and you like, brutal honesty this is the right place for you um because that's that's how we're going to tell it and so that's that's how i can sum us up rob you got anything to add on to that 
yeah, you know, I think we talked about it early on in our first few episodes, but, but yeah, you know, we're, we're just, we're just regular fans who just kind of tend to see things in a bit of a different light than I would say the, the uh, casual fan. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know, you know, how, how else to really say it, but you know, we've never really been attached to players and stuff like that. And, you know, if, if, if a guy's sucking, you know, whether it's Buster Posey or, you know, you could say it. I know what you want to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I mean, you got, you have to call, call it like it is. And some fans seem to have a tough time doing that. And, you know, that's just how we've always been. So hopefully, uh, you know, you're all okay with that. If you are, if you are new and, uh, but you know, we're just trying to keep it real with all you guys. Yep. Very well said, my friend. Um, we have a, we have a big topic we want to discuss and I keep saying before we get into this, before we get into this, but something has come up in the last couple of weeks, uh, regarding us and, it's something that uh, it's, it's kind of been bothering me. So I kind of decided to not kind of hold off on the full story until Robbie um, was here so I can get like a genuine response reaction from him. So our good friend Eric, the day after Thanksgiving, he sends us this other podcast that's um, on Apple Podcasts and it's called the Say Hey Podcast. And it is regarding Giants baseball. So obviously from the get-go, there's an issue there uh, because that's the name of our podcast. And we also discuss Giants baseball. So looked into it, did a little research. Um, here's the number one thing I noticed. This guy, and I won't, you know, I, here's, here's, my, here's my thing. If, if I don't wish any other like ill will on any other podcast, I want us all, you know, we all do this mostly for fun and I want everybody to have fun and succeed and all and stuff. And I, I want his podcast to succeed too. And the only, the only thing that I would say is, Hey man, just change your name because we started recording a couple weeks, like two, three weeks before he even released an episode. So we had it out there first. And he doesn't have any, I, I hunted him down his personal account. Like I said, I'm not going to say his name, but, and Fine. I got his emails. What? <laughs> no, say his name. Come on. <laughs> his name's Jim anyways, <laughs> but he looks like a young guy and like us. And I, I emailed him twice and I even privately messaged him on Twitter and I was very nice. I wasn't rude at all. I just say, Hey man, I don't have an issue with your podcast. I just think you should change the name. We had ours first. And it's, it's about the same topic. We're, we're both talking Giants baseball. That was over a week ago. Mm-hmm. He never responded once. And he's been tweeting on Twitter, so I know he got my message. And so today, I actually said, I, I, I was like, screw this, man. You know, like, this is bullshit. Like, this needs to be addressed. So I actually said, is this your podcast? And I tagged our show podcast and his name on it. And that was like seven, eight hours ago. And dude has still not responded. So this guy's Uh-oh. ducking us. And so it's like, I don't even know, like, should we continue with our name moving forward? Should we change it? And so um, I have a thought, like, at this point, I, I'm kind of mad about it now. Um, so, like, we're, I, I don't want to change our name right now. Like, this is the Say Hey podcast. This is the real Say Hey podcast. 
And, um, you know, we had it first, dude. So this is our fucking show. Like, so Rob, give me your initial reaction on all that. Well, yeah, you know, I saw your tweet earlier and I didn't know what that was about or who that was to. <laughs> I, I didn't even click on the, on the guy's profile. I just thought, I don't know, maybe you were, you know, just trolling somebody because, you know, we do that sometimes. We're good at that. But, but, but yeah, like, I, I, I had no idea. Like, I didn't know this was going on. Uh, so, you, so you're saying three weeks after we recorded, you know, he, he, he comes out with, something like exactly we started exactly we like started, us well we started the end of july and he started mid-august and i listened to his actually like latest episode and he was actually able to get alex pavlovich on and so i was what? like oh yeah but he doesn't have much of a following on anything like the the actual podcast doesn't have a any social media or anything so it's like dude like just change your name other than that keep doing what you're doing good luck that's how i feel does, i don't know does he no, does he? He must like mow Pavlovich's lawns or something. But I or, don't know. Or or maybe it's his tax guy because that that don't make any sense. His tax guy. I, so mean, I don't. I, I I want to move on from it, but I just I wanted to put that out there on this episode and just be like, hey, there's apparently two say hey podcasts out there. We had ours first, uh, you know, and I'm not gonna say anything. But if you're a fan or a follower of the show, and I know we have a decent amount. You know, do your, just do your thing, and I'll leave it at that. Just do your thing on Twitter, okay? And 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 if it's up to me, we ain't changing shit. Uh, so well, all right then. Well, I mean, that's what I'm good for. So yeah. Um, now let's get to what we really want to talk about. So I kind of wanted to preface this with the preface this with this. Um, it was kind of cool that ironically the Giants posted today that 28 years ago. So that's December 8th. 1992 the san francisco giants the great peter mcgowan at the time brought in (laughs) brought in one guy named barry lamar bonds uh as a free agent as a free agent who spent the previous seven seasons with the pittsburgh pirates Mm -hmm. and the reason why uh and we've been kind of you know talking about this for a couple weeks and now we get to actually like really talk about it is Barry has officially two years left of eligibility on the uh, Hall of Fame ballot, and he's still not in. And, you know, we'll get into why we think he should or should not be in, but I felt like this needed to be discussed on a formal platform of, of our podcast. And so um, before, before we get into our opinions, I wanted to just throw out some facts and so here's here's some facts. Here's Barry's career numbers. Rob, do you want do you want to say anything before I start getting into this or you know what? Just go because okay. I'm gonna get fired okay. up. Barry Bonds played 22 seasons. He was a 14-time All-Star. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, 13, 14-time All-Star. A seven-time most valuable player in the National League. He is the all-time leader in home runs with 762. He has a career batting average of 298, a career on-base percentage of 444. That's absurd. And the crazy thing is he's the all-time walks leader with 2,558 walks. It's not really close. He is a 
an eight-time Gold Glove winner. Eight times. People, people forget that. People forget that. People forget that. Um, he is one of what two, I believe, of the 500 500 club. That means 500 yes. home runs and 500 stolen bags. He actually has mm-hmm. 514 stolen bags in his career. I think the only other players was it Ken Griffey Jr. Um, I, can't, I don't know why I can't think about that right now. I know, I know, I know. Uh, Bobby Bonds was in the 300 300 club. Yeah, which that's a fun fact, I guess. But I'll tell you what, Mike Trout will get there eventually someday. Yeah, but I, you, you know, I don't know if I don't think Griffey had 500 steals. I don't think he played long enough. Okay, he might, or he was too banged up. Yeah, for his career. Anyways, right. Bonds may be the I'll only guy. That. Yeah. So crazy numbers, uh, a crazy amount of All Star games, crazy amount of MVPs, um, and just a great career. You could argue the greatest baseball player of all time. Yep. Now, here's some other numbers. He was first on the ballot in 2012, I believe. And he didn't – why is this Why is this not showing now? Now I'm getting mad. It's 2012. I'm, 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 I'm pretty, pretty sure it's 2012. It's five, it's five years after your last previous year played. Right. Okay. So, actually, I apologize. It's 2013. It must be the next year after five years. Remember? Oh, yeah. He was, he was, he was on that god-awful 08 team. That's Correct. True. No, right. no, he wasn't. 07 was his last year. 07 was his last year because it was Bochy's first year. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. He, he broke the record going out. And Randy so anyways, went third all year. 2013, his first year on the ballot, he is 36.2%. 2014, 34.7%. So, he goes down. 2015, 36.8%. And mind you, you have to have 75% from the baseball writers to get into the Hall of Fame. The last couple of years, he's, he's gotten a little stronger momentum, 44.3% in 2016, 2017, 53.8, 2018, 56.4, 2019, 59.1. And uh, so far, I don't think they're all in. He's actually at uh, 60.7% this year. So he's getting there. But he's only got a couple more years of eligibility. So basically – Is there somewhere you can go to look at, like, live uh, live voting? Yeah, yeah, I wish. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's really weird. Anyways, so those are the numbers. I know that that's boring, but I, I just felt like we should cover that. Robbie, before we get into a lot of stuff, should Barry Bonds be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Why? <laughs> because, like you said, he is arguably <laughs> he's he's arguably the greatest player who ever lived. You know, if you know, you you hear like my dad and people from you know back in those days. You know, they all pretty much say that Willie Mays was the greatest player that they ever saw. You know, that's not it's not even really debated by 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 most baseball fans. You know, in their forties and fifties. But you have Barry Bonds, who he he changed the game. Like, did, did yeah, he played he played in the steroid era and very very well. You know, was on the juice, but I mean, he he took the steroid era and just he made it into another game. You know, the you know the steroid era started in the in the eighties. You know, and everybody knew what was going on, you know, it, but it made money for the game. You know, it, 
people turn turn a blind eye when money's involved. And you know, Bud Selig, you know, I I think now I think he'll he'll admit it a little more openly now. But you know, he played victim real hard. You know, when the whole Balco's thing, you know, got got live and got got mainstream. But you know, to, to keep him out of the Hall of Fame because of basically just being connected to that stuff. I mean, he technically never failed a test in his career. He never did did time for failing a test or or anything like that, you know, in in his playing days. But you know, the the, the guy the guy the guy was literally he was a machine at the plate. His last you know, 6 7 years of his career and he was damn good before that too. Obviously, he was he. The thing, the problem I I have with it all, and my only resentment towards Bonds is that he was already the best player in baseball before all that. Sure. He was already the he was the best player. It didn't matter, but you know, dude's got ego. You know, every, if you're a professional athlete, if you're any type of athlete, you got ego about your performance. And when 1998 happened with McGuire and Sosa, and they got all that publicity for all those home runs, he pretty much said. Oh yeah, fucking watch this. And, Hold my beer. Yeah, and he pretty much bro- he he broke the game. Like you were talking about his walks. I mean, he got walked at a clip that we will never that would that we had never seen before, and we'll never, never see it again. again. Never yeah. will again. I mean, he would get one, maybe two pitches a game to even swing at, and he hit all those balls four hundred fifty feet. I mean. So yeah, there, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Will Will there ever be another player that, with the bases loaded and less than two outs, gets walked just to prevent a grand slam? I don't see it. I don't. Hey, I mean, I'd rather give up one than four. That's the amount of respect that Barry Bonds, you know, rendered back in the late '90s, early 2000s, from fellow bullpens or. Or, or managers, and it's crazy because obviously the stats speak for themselves. You know, statistically, he 100% belongs in the Baseball Hall of Fame. But kind of to piggyback off what you just said, you know, in the era he played in, um, the, the, during the late 90s, like you said, when McGuire and Sosa were all over the news, they were the talk of everything because, you know. They saved baseball. The, they, they really did. And, and the strike in 94, you know, a lot of people left the game and never came back after that. And I know, I know we were really young to kind of remember the politics of baseball then. You know, right. Robbie and I were like five and six. So, I mean, obviously we can attest to that. But after learning through time, like what was going on, a lot of people left after the baseball strike in 94. And it was kind of a dying sport. Football was becoming king at the time here in the country. Uh, the NBA in the late nineties was great. Obviously Michael Jordan carried it for, you know, those last five years of the nineties. And so when, when McGuire and Sosa come along in 98 and they have that season, absolutely. Like you said, Bud Selig knows what's going on. And, but that also leads me to my next step of this was an even playing field, you know, so many guys that are even in the hall of fame now, possibly, uh, they, we can never prove it, um, or, or anything, but so many guys, I can't, I can't even imagine in the late nineties, early two thousands before it became like a, Hey, you know, this is wrong. Um, we're on the juice. And so that's why I say it was an even playing food field. 
And Robbie will know the next words out of my mouth here. Like, what's the hardest thing to do in any sport? Hardest thing to do of all the sports combined, it's to yeah. hit. It's to hit a baseball. It's to hit a baseball. You're hitting a round object with a round object, and <laughs> you know the hand-eye coordination is incredible. And and like you said, Barry Bonds would get one, two, maybe three pitches a night, and it's like he capitalized it on it at least 75% of the time. And, you know, one of the greatest at bats in history is the Eric Gagne bonds at, uh, you know, showdown back in what? Oh, three or whatever. When Gagne was by far and away the best closer in the game at the time, also linked to, you know, the steroid era. Who was Um, it? But dude's throwing a 99, a hundred, which at the time now it's like everybody fucking throws 99, a hundred, but at the time it's like, there's only a couple dudes that can do it. And you have the the monster machine bat of the great Barry Bonds. And um, he got one pitch in that at-bat, and he drilled it to right center for a home run. And it's an iconic at-bat. It was a regular season game, iconic at-bat. But my my point being is home runs and that era saved the game. And um, we can thank guys like McGuire and Sosa and Bonds for for all that. Because uh, it was a dying sport, and it's just crazy. Because I mean, we're we're talking about steroids, so let's talk about steroids. Um, and I know this is such a uh, I feel like it's a bitch response because you and I have used it for years, but it's true. You know, you can't you can't withhold a guy from baseball's greatest honor for individual players by connection or suspicion, and. Yeah. You know, where is any positive steroid test for Barry Bonds? I haven't seen one. I haven't heard of one. I mean, does one exist out there? You know, probably. But in his in his playing days, like, that's what you always fall back on is, you know, the guy didn't do time. He didn't get popped for anything, you know. And, you know, they, they started cracking down on it kind of toward, towards the end of, of his career. Yeah. So who who knows? Maybe maybe if he if he was on him, maybe he stopped. I don't know, but because you had the whole Alex Rodriguez thing, which I mean that that was the biggest news. Remember when that happened? Like mm-hmm. that was like holy shit! I'll never forget what was that. I was down in San Luis Obispo, you know, visiting uh, you know my cousin Justin who was going to school down there, and we we're at, we we're at a bar, and seeing seeing that happen, it was like oh shit, A, a- Rod's. Aaron's fucked, <laughs> and he not was, once but twice in his career. Yeah, yeah, and so I think it's totally, it's completely possible that Bonds just missed out on all that and just slipped through the cracks a little bit. It's possible, but there there isn't a player in any sport ever who has been brought down so hard because because of being linked to PEDs, and I have just I've never understood it. Well, and here's the thing too, like. You know, I believe the Mitchell report, which came out with all those players' names, you know, linked to possible steroid use, uh, came out in 2007, I believe, when Bonds, that was his final season. Right. And, um, you know, he did, here's the only thing he ever said that was like, okay, yeah, you know, was he admitted in 2004 that he took something from Greg Anderson, his trainer, who was the Balco guy. Right. That um, he unknowingly 
took what he took and it ended up being what called the clear right and that was yeah, basically fla- fla- flaxseed oil yeah yeah which That's what he thought which Literally. is just literally a rub on it's not even it's not a pill it's not an injection it's like a lotion yeah, i don't know he rubbed onto himself or whatever but you know <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is is just you know this guy single-handedly just dominated you know when i think of um athletes that have dominated sports there's only a handful at least at least that i can think of, like in the last 25 30 years you know you have michael you know, jordan lebron james for basketball football you know you could have tom brady and yeah. jerry rice you know whatever like and i'm a, i'm a little biased for that <laughs> but, but yeah but yeah and then you know and then in in golf you had tiger woods you know yeah. maybe the most dominant athlete in the last 25 years That's but then in baseball there's like I can't think of anybody else besides Barry Bonds. And yeah. you're gonna withhold this guy from the biggest honor. And the thing that's tough about this is there's so many reasons, and I should have written everything down, you know, for my argument, but I kind of get lost in, you know, projecting my words here. But there's so much. Um there really is. And it's like it's kind of sad because I compare it to other sports because in other sports you have proven criminals that get into the NFL <laughs> Hall of Fame. You have you know, in, in, in this sport, baseball, guys that with suspect records in previous re- years or st- suspect career stats that are getting in, like, why is Bly Levin getting in? You know, like, why, why are these average career guys getting in and big-time uh, big names like Barry Bonds and a Roger Clemens, um, who I think has an e- almost equally good enough argument of why he sure. isn't in. Yeah. Um, a- A-Rod. Alex Rodriguez yeah but here's well here's the thing I Bonds and Clemens are kind of on their own pedestal for me the other guys that dug their own graves you know Rafael Pomero said hey you know I didn't stood up in before before Congress in person said I never took steroids it's a lie well guess what you're a liar you know that like a day later maybe you kind of screwed it up A-Rod happened twice yeah A-Rod's one of the greatest baseball players ever hands down but you know what his handling of his Sorry, dude. I don't know. I don't think you should be in. Um, but it's just it's it's tough. And my my biggest gripe with all this, and I'll, I want to get your opinion too, is is who's voting for baseball Hall of Famers? It's guys that never played at the major league level or probably college and maybe high school. They're writers. Why are why are writers holding all the power? to get these guys voted in like i have an idea of what i think should be done like i just think it's absolute load of crock that you know the fat bastards sitting up in the press box you know covering the games having their french fries every pitch uh drinking their sodas like why do they get a say in hall of fame voting you know i've been wondering the same thing for years and i honestly couldn't tell you other than some twisted out tradition for why it's up to the writers who like you said like i I mean you you don't really know but yeah they they they've never played at you know at a level this high and probably nothing past high school which is what this was what that's what me and you fucking did you know who the hell are we but yeah these guys who their job is to sit there and write about what they see which is yeah, I'm not saying it's an easy job or anything, but 
why why are those guys given yeah given the power to so much power d- dictate who gets into Cooperstown? Like, I, I mean, I I think, and I don't know where where you were go- going with this, but I think it should be up to the uh, to the uh, living members of, of of the Hall of Fame to vote on who should get in. And I I just want to say this, Robbie and I have never actually discussed the specifics of this because I 100% agree. I think it should be, you know, I don't care how old they are. They can be 60, 70, 80 years old. The guys that are already in the Hall of Fame, there should be a voting committee. And it can be 30 players. And sure, if you want to keep the 75%, you know, uh, requirement qualification to get in, that's fine. So... I believe it should be left up to the guy. And you know what? Here's, here's, here's another step. One, the guys who have played the game have proven to be, you know, one of the all-time greats because they're in the Hall of Fame. Um, it's their say. On the other hand, if you're left out, I feel like it's more credible that you're out, that it was voted on by your fellow players that who have played the game before now i'm not saying i would agree with them but i would i would you know it would sit better with me now if if you know obviously (laughs) it was great because robbie and i were at the game a couple years ago and bonds finally got his number retired um and willie mays was there and he spoke and said hey get this man in the hall of fame and man oracle just erupted and deservingly it was awesome but you know, you have guys like Mays who obviously would vote for Bonds to get in or e- even the guys that are that are around it who, you know, maybe they voted no. It would sit better with me if a committee of Hall of Fame baseball players, not writers, players voted against Barry Bonds to get in. I wouldn't agree with it, but it would be okay with me. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. And the the problem is I think there's no chance in hell that would happen. You know those 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 players wouldn't wouldn't vote to keep Bonds out. You know they wouldn't, and most of them have, have come out and said publicly, like, yeah, I mean this guy deserves to, to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't really know what what the what the issue is. I mean, all all you gotta do is use your eyes. You know, you you watched him play, like he's a top three player of all time. It's not even debatable in, in my opinion. Yeah, but but see, it, it, it's funny how you how you you know, you, you brought up the. Uh, you know him getting his number retired and and Mace talking because at that at that point in time before that I was kind of I was over the whole Hall of Fame thing I'm like okay this shit's a joke I really don't I don't care anymore I got you know the the fact that you know these these nerds you you know hold the whole hold the power to do this I'm like I'm not I was like I'm done putting stock into this I'm done putting stock into who's in the Hall of Fame and who is it yeah. but the emotion that Willie Mays showed that day about how important it was to him that Bonds got in, that brought me back. It truly did. I'm like, oh, fuck that. Well, if Willie Mays feels that strongly about it, you better – because Willie Mays is, is probably the greatest player of all time, according to most people. And if he says it, then I'm like, shit, man. If it's important to him, it should be important to me. Well, that <laughs> it, it exactly solidifies our our main point is, you know – we argue because and we saw him for most of his career barry bonds is the greatest player of all time we say that now we completely understand now we sound like you know giants fanboys but you know a lot of people say hey willie mays is the greatest baseball player of all time so you have 
two of, like you said, maybe the three, I guess you could say Babe Ruth. You know, a lot of people say yeah. Babe Ruth's up there. Yeah. You know, Willie Mays yeah. and Barry Bonds, and, and one of them saying the one that's out should absolutely be in. I mean, there's got to be a lot of merit to that. And so maybe we're seeing that. Like I, I kind of let off this discussion with the voting results the last few years, um, the ballot history. You know, like he's, he's, he's getting closer every year. He's not quite there yet, but um, I mean, we can only hope so. Cause kind of like you said, you know, through time, it was kind of like, well, you know, if he gets in, he gets in. If not, it sucks, but whatever. But like, I, I think that's a great point that you say. Um, Cause it was just over two years, about two and a half years ago now when yeah, we were yeah. there and it was awesome. I'm so glad that we were there yeah, that, was um, awesome. that Willie Mays, Willie Mays gets up and says, get this man in the hall of fame. And um, yeah, it kind of sparked a little bit for me too. Like this needs to happen because it brought me back. It really did for a sport known as America's greatest pastime to exclude possibly their greatest player ever is really, it it would be a dark shadow on the game. Just as it, that's just as equal as, you know, the Houston Astros a couple years ago, uh, with their whole cheating scandal, which is a lot worse, to, in my opinion, because you're literally cheating the game in the oh, games. You won the a World team. Series. You yeah. won a World Series. It's from the manager down. The only punishment there was was A.J. Hinch got suspended for the year. No players got suspended. No punishment. Nothing. They moved on. They lucked out hella bad, or hella luckily this year, because there were no fans in the stands. So they didn't get to hear it 162 times. They got a pass. 81 times. Yeah, they, they got, got a, a pass. free pass this year. They got a pass. And so, and I can't even think of the other one right now. I don't know why, but I wanted to equate it to just a dark shadow on the game. But, um, you know, like, that that's why. And it's just pathetic. Same thing with Pete Rose. Like, how is Pete Rose not in the fucking Hall of Fame? Because he bet on the games? Get over it. He's He's been punished for last, what, 30 years? And he's he's arguably the greatest you know hitter of all time. You could argue it's right up there. Come on, man. Come on, man. Well, like, that it's shit like that that is embarrassing for baseball. It's it's that I totally agree with you on on Pete Rose as well. I mean that's a that's a whole other discussion, but yeah, I agree with you. But but then you have a guy who we're talking managers now. I'm gonna go over to managers real quick. Think of all the players that Tony La Russa has managed. Think of all the great players he's managed. They all of them, McGuire, Conseco, pro, probably pool holes too. All these guys were linked to the juice. Great point. You know, and he, he got in first ballot, the most, one of the most celebrated ceremonies I can remember. And yeah, great manager. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to deny that, but why does, he get a pass for getting to work with all those guys for all those years and getting all those wins, all those world series. And you think he uh, didn't know it's cool. Fuck. Yeah. He knew, you know, <laughs> but that's my point. I mean, yeah, <laughs> dude was aware. And so he, he wasn't punished for it. Y- yeah. You know? And yeah. And I'm not, I'm not even saying he, he should have been, but for him to just waltz right into the hall of fame, you know, with not even really a, Nobody batting an eye, and but a guy like Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens can't get in. I mean, something's wrong. That's why. Yeah, like 
you got to start pulling some of this power away from the baseball writers. It's, it's a joke. It always has been. And, and I don't know if, if our way is the way to go, but God, there's gotta be something better than what's going on. There has to be. And you know, I remember the other dark moment and it's more recent and some people bat an eye at it. Some people don't, but and it depends, you know, some people have been taking COVID serious this year. Some haven't. I won't get into that. But the whole Justin Turner thing. And this isn't a, this isn't a Dodger yeah. hating comment here. But, and it was weird. Dude gets pulled in the clinching game in the seventh inning or whatever. Sits out. For him as an individual, sucks. He can't celebrate with Seaman. I'm not, trust me, I don't care if it's the Dodgers or not. It sucks. You've been working hard for this all year. You're, you play a lot. You're heavily involved. You're pretty good. You He's don't get to celebrate. Dude's played for like 12 years. You yeah. Know? But, <laughs> but, it, but then he comes out and he's celebrating with the team. And yeah. for most of the time, he's not wearing a mask like everybody else is and, and all that. So he's already broken so many of the current MLB protocols. Mm-hmm. And he gets a free pass. But this is what I'm talking about. He gets no punishment. So, so you're punishing things that are questionable and you're not punishing things that are catastrophic or could be catastrophic. Like, you know. What if Dave Roberts got sick? He's a former cancer survivor, and, like, he can't handle it. Like, yeah. it's shit like that. It's like – There's old guys in deal. there, too. That's a There's big – There's old guys in there, too. Yeah, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's just – it shows that Rob Manfred's a joke of a, of a commissioner, too. And so it's stuff like that through time, decisions, handling of things. Uh, it's why people laugh at baseball, and it sucks because I love the game. I know you love the game. But stuff has to change. Now, I've never seen a sport, you know, pick its battles more oddly than, than baseball. Well put. I mean, what, what the hell? Like, of, of all the things that they, that, that they go on about, I mean, steroids? Steroids is, is the one thing that they really want to hang their hat on when, when a guy – I mean, just, just a little example. A guy like in the NFL, like Von Miller – who tested positive for PDs like three times or two, three times in his first like three years. And what happened to him? Oh, after his rookie contract was up, he signed the biggest extension, the richest extension of, of any defensive lineman in history at the time. And that was after two failed PED tests. Two. And guess what? Guess what? Yeah. He'll be a Hall of Famer someday. Yes, and he, sh- and he should be. But, yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's weird how base- baseball is that sport. Or they decided at some point that we're going to be that sport and every other sport. I mean, oh, I'd be I'd be willing to say that seventy five percent of the NFL is on some some sort of P. Something, something, some something, and some guys get get busted, some guys don't. I think you got to be really fucking stupid or really fucking blatant to get caught in the NFL. But but I mean, no nobody gives a shit <laughs> in any other sport, really. And I, I think we're starting to see that, hopefully, from the writers because it looks like they're loosening it up and they're like, you know what? This is, this is the greatest player of all time, arguably. Like, he, he should be in our Hall of Fame. And you know what? I'm not saying the whole asterisk thing, but, you know, if you want to – on his plaque, if you want to say he played during a specific era, who gives a shit? But you know what? Put him in. Put him in. And so that's what I got to say about that. I, I mean, you know – we both like the movie Mr. 3000, you know, RIP Bernie Mac when, when he went Great out movie. there. Yeah. When he went out there and vouched for him himself to get, get, get in the hall of fame with his 3000 hits, man, 
yeah, sure, they took a few away and they've extended, you know, the story a little bit. But yeah, I, I wish Barry was a little more out, the, out there like that. Like, but then I guess once you have Willie Mays talk for you, that's all you need. But the thing is, too, and by the way, that's the greatest sack bunt in baseball history, Stan Ross. Uh, very selfless. Very selfless. <laughs> you know, but here's one final question I'll ask you on this and then we'll kind of we'll wrap up. Um, Barry Bonds was widely known and sure he, he, he did some, he provided a decent amount of evidence throughout his career. Like Barry Bonds was kind of an asshole. And so does, does that contribute to, to our writers are like, well, no, fuck this guy. I'm not voting him in. Yeah, I think it does. You know, and most writers will openly say that like, this is why, like they'll say, this isn't why I'm doing it. They're like, they'll, they'll, They'll write stuff like, yeah, Barry Bonds was an asshole. He, here was my run-in with him this one time. And you, you, you hear everybody say You hear Skip Bayless say that. You hear everybody say skip, it. Skip, skip. Yeah, like, oh, my run-in with him. Oh, yeah, he was a dick. But that doesn't mean he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. But clearly there are some writers out there who I, I, I have to assume are still holding that grudge. And now – this is their opportunity to come back and kind of bury him. And it, it's almost like, you know, it's almost like the uh, Tiger Woods situation back in 2010 with that whole scandal. Like, you know, he was one of the biggest dickheads in sports, you know, like it's, it's the same thing. He, you know, he never liked talking to the media. He was always a, he did, he barely gave them the time of day. But then the, once he slipped up, holy shit. They, they all came. It. They all came for him. Like, okay, this is our, this is our chance. This is our chance. And yeah, he's changed a bit, of course, since then. But I think, you know, Barry Bonds has changed a, a lot in his retirement, and he and he say, he said so as much. Like he's like, yeah, I, I was an asshole in my in my career. Yeah. I didn't want to talk to me. He's like, I wanted to play yep. ball, and I wanted, to, I wanted to go home. Yep. That. Yep. So, so yeah, that's totally. That's a that's a legit reason why he's probably not in right now well put my friend well yeah let's wrap it up put barry bonds in the hall of fame yeah, he belongs in Cooper town um dude it was great getting back on here because i've i've missed doing this yeah. with you um and i've been wanting to do it for months i know you have too so of course good thing is we won't go another three months until our next episode <laughs> like I said in the beginning uh rob and i are hoping to record again later this week yep. um winter meetings started Seventh, right? Uh, Yesterday, yeah. Yesterday, going this week. A little different this year. Um, Obviously, uh, coming off the COVID season, and we're obviously still not out of it. So it's going to be a weird transition. We winter meetings going into free agency, which has kind of already started, and and trades and that stuff. And that's kind of like not non tenders, tenders. Yeah, tenders, non tenders. You know, Um, tenders, but. Which the non-tenders and tenders happened last week, and we'll we'll go over that because the GM aspect of things of transactions and acquisitions are really right up our alley, and that's what we enjoy maybe the most about baseball. Yeah. Um. So that's going to be the bulk of our next episode. Uh. So really excited to discuss all that. Um. Like I said in the beginning, make sure you're following us on our Twitter, Twitter, and our Instagram at Say Hey Podcast at Say Hey Doug and at Say Hey Rob. Um. Before we go. Listen, I found out in the last couple of months that Facebook groups are getting really popular. I started one. 
It's called Giants Chatter. So if you're listening to this, type in search on Facebook, Giants Chatter. Uh, go on there. We'll discuss stuff, anything you guys want. And I know a lot of Facebook groups are like, well, we don't want to promote. And, you know, this isn't for self-promotion. Like, dude, I'll allow anything. Go on there. If you want to promote your podcast, we'll, we'll talk about it. You want to talk about something specifically, we'll talk about it. Yeah, go for it. If you wrote an article, you will talk about it. So um, it's it's a, a Facebook group called Giants Chatter, ran by this Say Hey podcast, but it's for everyone. We want to talk with you, interact with you, discuss with you, everything Giants. So jump on there, go follow it, go like it, and uh, I'll let you in. And, you know, by the time the season comes around in March and April, you know, we can have game threads going on there, and that's it. It's fun. So. Yes. Uh, Robbie, any uh, closing remarks before we close out here tonight? No, I just, you know, excited for uh, free agency, you know, excited to like get into 2021 for a lot of reasons, but especially for baseball, because <laughs> I, you know, I think, I think the Giants, uh, you know, surprised us a little bit this last year and, you know, short, small, small sample of games. So not put a ton of stock into it, but yeah, you know, I'm a little more optimistic than I was uh, say this time last year. So I'm excited. Same here. Same here. All right. So, Until next time, which will be very soon, for Say Hey Doug and Say Hey Rob, go Giants. Go Giants. When the Giants come to town, it's bye-bye, baby. Every time the chips are down, it's bye-bye, baby. History's in the making at Candlestick Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.